You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. You don't need to be tech savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up pretty easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com to start your free trial. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Yes, indeedy do. This is the Into Tomorrow broadcast for the weekend of Friday, October 22nd, 2021, hour two of three. During our 26th year on the air, we thank you for joining us. Don't forget, always check your spam filters frequently. Not just in case there's anything from Graveline.com, which would be us, like your once-a-week free tech newsletter, your response from the prize closet when you participate, but maybe your long-lost relative that you wonder why you haven't heard from. Whoops, because there they are in your spam filter. That's been happening more and more lately, it seems. And at the same time, don't forget to back up all your important data, including off-premise, a little USB drive in Grandma's cabinet or something just so you have your important stuff, your papers, your financial information, your pictures and videos, that kind of stuff, should always be backed up. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Speaking of grandma and long-lost relatives, do you have uh, children or grandchildren that live far away? Children. Children. I I do. Okay, well, you might want to stay tuned, which you've already done, because you actually conducted the interview. Oh, this Uh, isn't one of those that we did. No, this this one you did. I did. You chatted, (laughs) we got this coming up, uh, chatting with Jim Margraff. He's the CEO and co-founder of Canoe. Oh, yeah, but not Canoe like you put in a river. No. Canoe. Canoe. He he explains it in the interview. Okay. You'll want to find that one. Um, They've got an AR online application that connects families by means of playing and learning. And there's some really cool stuff that they do. Yes. And we show you on the video. Remember, most of our radio interviews the last couple of years are also on video. So you can come by intotomorrow.com and see what we're talking about. So that is coming up in mere minutes. Mere minutes. Mere minutes. Oh, very good. Set your timer for mere minutes. And don't miss it. So Facebook, planning to change its company name, possibly next week, to reflect what it's saying is their focus on building the metaverse. That according to sources with some direct knowledge of the matter, allegedly. Now, of course, this isn't Facebook, the social media. This is this is Facebook Inc., yeah. the parent of Facebook. The parent company. You might recall when we talked about how Google had a new parent company they called Alphabet. Yeah, which I still think is one of the stupidest names. Of but, course. Yeah. It's goofy. Um, but what else is new? It's Google. But it's probably just another way for Facebook, like Google and Alphabet, to shield themselves perhaps for some liability and all of that and who knows what's going to happen there but the move is likely to position the flagship facebook app as one of many products under some new parent company overseeing brands like instagram whatsapp facebook all their other nonsense yeah and of course i think they really they missed an opportunity with their their metaverse they should have called it you know zuckerberg <laughs> like Pittsburgh, like Pittsburgh, or, and yeah. Vicksburg, and, yeah, all the birds, well, Zuckerberg. Zer- mm. yeah. I just hope they don't call it Zuck anything. Yeah. They could. Oh, I know. The parent company could be It Zucks. There you go. <laughs> that would be appropriate. So I'm wondering, from our listeners' standpoint, what would you call the new Facebook parent company? 
You know, on the air, I typically have called them fake book forever. I mean, that's just too easy. But spies are us. <laughs> oh, spies. Are, yeah. No such thing as privacy, Inc. Yeah. Um, there's so many that we can come up with. I want to know from our listeners, what would you call the new Facebook company? 800-899-INTO. Let's feature your suggestions. Hopefully you've got four or five of them in a row, and we can just kind of put them all together and see what people think. Not that it matters what they think we care or we think, but I care about our audience and what they think. Does that make sense? Sure. All right, good. 800-899-INTO. We're curious, by all means. Apple CarPlay has become commonplace and has finally arrived for the Infinity brand. The Japanese automaker announced earlier this spring that the 2022 QX80, Q50, Q60, and Q60 SUV would be the first models to come equipped with the content streaming and navigation service. So basically all the new Qs. Yes. Okay. Uh, but what about the folks who already bought this year's model? Turns out they're getting it, too. What? Infinity announced that it will offer CarPlay to 2020 and 2021 model year owners of those vehicles as a free upgrade. All Infinity owners need to do is head over to their local dealership and hang out for about an hour or so as technicians install and update the necessary software. But the upgrade service is only available through the end of March, so don't dawdle. Oh, there you go. So do it for my birthday in March. Yes. That'll help you remember, I'm sure. <laughs> you can mark a calendar. Interesting. Well, first of all, that's a, a car company that's actually not just charging people like Tesla's been doing, charging them for updates and upgrades. Yeah. And so it's like, really? Why don't you just provide it? Uh-huh. And exactly. then there's me trying to get in touch with somebody at Acura that cares about my simple suggestions for easy, over-the-air updates of the new MDX. I've got a handful that I think would make life easier, would make driving safer. I mean, nobody cares. The the public relations moron says, I can't give you any name, uh, an email of of an engineer. I didn't ask for that. I just said, who will pay attention to this? Your check cleared, so that's all they cared about. Boy, did it ever. Now they're they're done with you. They don't need you anymore. They are. (laughs) I even had to write to this PR guy, and I say, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying the MDX. Gee, thanks for asking. You know, they don't, again, they don't care. But uh, my gosh, what do you do with a car company that you want to make some suggestions that are very valid, very simple, very easy to do, simple over-the-air, OTA updates, as they call them. And, like, here, just there's some obvious things that their engineers, who, you know, they can't give me any contact, would look at and go, oh, why didn't we think of that? Uh, it's so frustrating. What else is new? Robert in Miami listens online and called in using the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. My question is about tablets that have the capability of receiving over-the-air television in high def, and also, if possible, AM-FM radios built in. Do you know of such a thing, and what do you think about it? Well, Robert, there were some attempts at Android tablets with TV tuners a few years ago. RCA even used to have one for a very short time, but no one really bit, and they disappeared very quickly. These days, the closest you can get to an app like that is Pad TV paired with a plug-in TV tuner and antenna. The devices themselves are not very expensive. Something around 30 bucks should get you one, but they may or may not work. Yeah, some people have had decent luck with them, and they seem to be able to make them work, but the market is very small, and the devices are largely old versions that are not being updated to work with new hardware and new operating systems. So some of them are dead on arrival. Still, if you order from a retailer with a decent return policy, you may want to give them a couple of them a shot to see if you can get a working one. Now, we've also seen reports of battery life really suffering when those devices are plugged in. So don't expect to be able to watch TV for very long. Yeah, 
Now, for radio, your best solution are apps that play stations over the Internet. There are plenty of free ones, and most tablets come with an FM that is not turned on and are just plain not capable of AM reception over the air. Unfortunately, Robert, that's all we can give you there. Out of time, but join us at intotomorrow.com. take a lot of medicine or take care of someone that does? Hero is the new smart device that makes life easier by pre-sorting a 90-day supply of up to 10 different pills. Just pour them in and Hero does the rest. So easy to use and saves me so much time. I never miss a dose. I'm never late for a dose anymore. And that is so critical to me. What I like best about my Hero is that it's so easy to set up and it's so easy to use. And I don't have to worry about my pills or get distracted and forget, did I take that pill or not? Because it reminds me. It alerts and dispenses with the push of a button. Plus, Hero sends a friendly alert to you and a caregiver. Hero is amazing, but you could even live out of state with the person and still program their Hero from the convenience of your phone. I feel better than I have ever felt simply because I have this device. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, you don't keep it. Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. This our 26th year on the air, bringing you the latest in cool consumer electronics, products, services, apps, gadgets, gizmos, whatever the case, available today and into tomorrow. I want to remind you always that you, yes, you listening to the program, make the program. Your calls, your questions, your help for other listeners, even sharing with us your favorite apps these days and why, all sorts of things that get on the air where you are heard, that's what makes Into Tomorrow. And of course, we appreciate you joining us. And not just because we like to send you goodies when you participate, but because, as I mentioned, you are the show. So we want to hear from you. The best way to do that, of course, anytime, 24-7, you don't have to wait till you hear the next broadcast. You can join us at intotomorrow.com. There's a new little microphone button on the lower right of your browser that says Ask Dave. And if you've got any device that you're using it on, your phone, your tablet, your laptop, your desktop, whatever, if it's got a browser and a microphone, you can participate that way. If you do that, and that's wonderful, we ask three quick things of you. Don't forget to include your first name, how you hear the program, and where you're joining us from. That's always important. Or you can use the free Into Tomorrow app that I hope you already have on your smartphone for iOS or Android, and just mash that message to studio button. Or the old-fashioned way still works. You ever use your phone as a phone anymore? I hardly ever do, but many people do. You can call 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686 anytime, 24-7, again at your leisure. Our next guest's company introduced an AR-enhanced video chat app with a wireless wand hmm, that supports family connection, play, and learning. And it certainly got our producer's attention. Glad to have this next guest join us again. He's been with us a couple of times over the years with different companies. Well, now he's the CEO and co-founder of a company called Canoe, and that's Jim Margraff. Jim, welcome into tomorrow. Thanks for coming on. How are you? 
Just great, Dave. Great to be here with you today. Thanks. We're glad to have you back as well. First of all, tell me a little about the company Canoe. Does it does the name mean something? What did that come about? And then let's get into what it is that you do that really helps keep families closer together. I love that. Absolutely. Yes. Canoe, K-I-N-O-O, comes from the kin, which is kinship and family. And the two O's at the end of it, you'll see in our logo, are quite playful. They look like an infinity sign. We connect older loved ones and younger loved ones. And we do this. The intersection is some fascinating technology that makes it feel as though you're actually together in the same place. And I love a logo that means something. So kudos (laughs) for that, by all means. So how is it that uh, that canoe works? It sounds fascinating, but is it complicated? Is it something that uh, all ages can be involved in easily? How does that work? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's let's start with a simple problem, because the, I, I love to focus on what the prop PTS, the problem to solve. And the problem to solve for us was looking at it, at, at, particularly when COVID struck and we were separated in what are called isolated, confined and extreme conditions. Very yeah. difficult. And families wanted to be together and they couldn't. And particularly grandparents who wanted to be with grandchildren and struggled to do this even before. 50 percent of grandparents live more than two hours in grandkids. And we said, what could we do to connect them? to let them really feel that they're together, use technology. Well, when COVID hit, suddenly video chat exploded, and now Zoom became a way of life. Yeah. But the interesting thing about that is if, if you have a Zoom call with a younger loved one, so a grandparent calls up, and they're on the screen together, and they say to a four-year-old, hey, Johnny, how are you? Johnny says, good. Grammy says, what are you up to? And Johnny says nothing. He runs off, and Mom chases after Johnny with his help, trying to track him down. Yeah, Grandma's trying but, to talk to you. Why are you running away? <laughs> that's right. And what happens then? Johnny's not interested. Mom feels guilty. Grandma feels inadequate. Yeah. She wants to be there, and she wants to be close to him. So he said, how do we solve this problem? And that's where, so kin family connected. And so what we did is we created a video chat system, but that it's enhanced with a couple things. One is there's a character that pops up in the video chat with you and that suggests things to do and guides you and offers games and activities to play. That's the first thing that happens. The next thing is there's this optional. It's optional because you can just do this with a character and many more things we have. You can take a wireless wand. And I'll show you that momentarily, um, actually. Well, and, and as you're getting it, I'll remind our radio audience to be sure and visit intotomorrow.com and see this video with Jim. Now, you're holding up a, a wand that doesn't look a whole lot like a wand. It looks more like a remote control with colorful cartoon kind of things on it. <laughs> yes, it's about three inches tall. It's It fits in the child of a three-year-old, four-year-old, or an adult. It's okay. got a little notch on the back, very comfortable. It's kind of like a wand, but it has three orbs on it. And they are, right now, you're seeing them glow a red, green, and, green and blue. Uh-huh. But there's a speaker in it. It's wireless. It connects to your Internet and also to your, your tablet. So we work on mobile devices. And when this wand is used in one of your activities, it becomes something else. Or it lets you control what you're control something on the screen with physical gestures, which ch- children love to do. Ah, so it becomes a, a, a great way to keep that three- or four-year-old's attention. And there's grandma on the other end <laughs> that's now not feeling so inadequate and actually engaging in them. Would would they both have a wand, uh, both the child and, and the grandparent in this case? So 
Not necessary. Nope. The wand is optional, but it is part of a bundle we offer. All and right. uh, next year, we'll we'll offer activities where the adult can, the Grammy or Grampy or, or an aunt or uncle or friend 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 of the family or even mom or dad traveling, yeah, because it was away from their child, can also connect. But they can use their finger on their tablet or their iPhone or iPad. And, um, and the child can use their finger as well or the wand. But the magic is really in the activities. So, so I'm, we spoke before, but I, I invented years ago the LeapFrog Leap Pad. Yes, very cool. And I'm glad we had you on the show back then because that was a very neat product as well. Thank you. We helped over a, a 100 million kids in a very short time. Wow. And what we've done, I've taken many people from that original team and others, and we've, we understand kids' play. But more than that, you need to think about cope, what we call co-play, which is when you have an adult and a child virtually connected, it's one thing to just pop up a game and let them play it. Okay, there are other apps that do that. The trick is to say, gee, how do you make them feel engaged, important, relevant, and give them purpose? And that's when the magic really comes to life. Because at that point, for instance, it's one thing to just play a simple game, you know, tic-tac-toe. And at the end of it, the video and a video chat is gratuitous. It's there, but you don't really bond or connect. Hmm. So our entire company is focused on connecting people in a way that makes them feel as though they are really connected. They get to know one another. We promote discussion and dialogue. But do, we do this in a way that makes sure that the child is having fun. They laugh. They giggle. And when that happens, the grandparent or the older loved one, they giggle and laugh, too. We also give opportunities for the adult to know what to do, what to say, how to promote discussion. And we make it very simple to do this. Wow. I mean, it already sounds like Canoe is very different from other kids' communication platforms, because there's a bunch out there, let's be honest. Uh, But the things that you've been describing are certainly more unique ways, I think, to engage, especially the child. Because as as you indicated early on, I think that's the most difficult thing. The grandparent wants to see them and wants to engage in some sort of activity uh, or at least some conversation. But oftentimes the child's bored with it now already in a couple of seconds. Hi, Grandma, and and they run off. And now you've got their attention, and they're able to do something that they see being able to accomplish something fun and unique and and giggling. That's right. For instance, imagine being able to bake cookies together and be guided through the process of baking a cookie where the child, where the grandparent pours the sugar and the child, the child, the child pours the sugar with their hand. They literally are moving their hand in a pouring shape. The sugar on the screen is pouring. The grandparents takes a cup, they catch it, and they pour it in the in the in the mixing bowl. And then the child cracks an egg, three eggs, and they get the recipe right. And they slice butter, and then they whisk it all together. And together they put it in the oven. And then they munch on the cookies when they're done. Wow! And that happens with our application. Now the only thing you have to work on, Jim, is getting the smell of the fresh baked cookies. <laughs> so, That's so the right. child well, really is. Note to mom and say, mom, mom, your 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 child Johnny is playing making cookies with Grampy. But sure, when they're done, you bring them out of the oven. Oh, can you imagine? So, that would be awesome. And then, fun. yes, talk about bonding because now the the child and the grandparent are doing something unique, but mom's involved too, or dad, and and cooking, baking the cookies. You can smell them, and now you can enjoy them. Look what you and grandma made and huh <laughs> you know, might right. not might not be able to pull that off on an eight nine or ten year old but the three or four year old is going to be blown away <laughs> that's exactly right you there's always this element of suspending disbelief for a child though their world is 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 there is a different world and you know another thing that's fascinating we learned is is how to guide the adult 
So they feel great about the experience. So they're not just watching the child play, which is fun for a while, but watching filters be put on the child, which, you know, it gets tiring after a while. (laughs) So you've got to do more than that. But to give them the ability to know why what they're doing is helping the child and they feel great about it, for instance, letting them know that a three-year-old doesn't know how to take turns. They don't know what turn-taking means, but they're on video chat. And if the grandparent is trying to say, oh, it's your turn, it's your turn, and the child doesn't know, that's a problem. So we, we coach them. We have little prompts that pop up just on the adult screen that give them little suggestions on things to say and do as they want. They're there available. Sometimes they pull. Sometimes they appear. But this is all in the context of games that are really super to engage the child and and make sure they're playing and they're having fun. Like one of our games is a rocket ship to the a rocket ride to the moon. It's a moon 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 rocket, okay. and they both get in the rocket and they have to figure out how to take off, turn some dials eventually count down. But before they do that, they take their moon passports. So they get pictures of each one and they smile. So we get Grammy or Grampy, sometimes grumpy, to smile. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, sometimes grandparents are a little stiff. And we we pick up this moment where Cody and Kadu, our characters, say, you got to smile like this. And they smile. And the child and the adult just light up. They beam and they smile. We take a picture of it. And that's their passport. And then we ask them to uh, be surprised and other things. We're chatting with Jim Margraff, the CEO and co-founder of Canoe. And we invite you to visit their site as well, K-I-N-O-O.com. Be sure to stop by intotomorrow.com and watch the video of this interview where we're showing you what we're talking about. And there's lots more with Jim coming up right after this break here on Into Tomorrow. Guys, by now, you've heard the great news. If you've wanted to try Viagra or Cialis, but were worried about the price, Blue Pills Direct can finally give you the results you've been looking for. Why pay almost $15 per pill when you can get the same results you need for only $2 per pill? That's right. Call today and receive 50 blue pills or 50 yellow pills for only $99. That's only $2 per pill and saves you almost $500 from your local pharmacy. Why wait? Call 888-914-4247 today and finally have those breathtaking, toe-curling moments again and again. Call 888-914-4247 right now and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. Just call 888-914-4247. That's 888-914-4247. Call Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. We're chatting with the CEO and co-founder of Canoe, Jim Margraff. You know what I'd love to do, Dave? I can show you 90 second a little video of what happens here when you're ready. Sure. If you want to share your screen and uh, and those listening okay. on the radio, again, visit intotomorrow.com and look for the interview with uh, Jim McGrath uh, talking about Canoe, and you'll see what everyone else is about to see on the video. Okay, here we go. So I've set that for optimize. And what you're seeing right initially is the canoe controller, and you'll see a grandparent, grandchild, and family interact. Here we go. Okay. Family just got a whole lot closer. Hey, Grampy. Hey, Zoe. Wow, it's our garden, Grampy. Canoe lets you play together even when you're generations apart. Look, we're making it grow. Through interactive games. We sure are, Munchkin. You can turn ordinary video chat. I got an idea. 
This is my favorite pitch. Into extraordinary video play. Oh, that's a home run! Zoe is a handful. (laughs) Zoe, come say hi to Grampy. Hi, Grampy! Hey, there she is. With Canoe, everyone feels like they're right there, together. Got away! Oh, that's okay. Drop it down again. You're doing great. I just caught a fish. Boom, there you go. Turn pages together. Yay! Learn together. C-A-T. Grammy, your turn. Put this horsey tail right here. And even bake together. Go ahead, stir it up. (laughs) From living room. Blast off. All the way. To the moon. No matter how small or big the moment. There she is. Oh, you need some help, Pumpkin? your hammer. Remember how Grampy showed you? New lets you be present when it matters most. Oh, there you go. Fantastic. You got that piece off, too. Now, I see. Hit one more. It's a rooster. Awesome. Share family moments of love and wonder. See you tomorrow, kiddo. I love you. Don't just stay in touch. Stay together with Canoe. Well, wow. very, very cool. Very interactive. I, I like how the grandfather and the, and the grandchild were doing that uh, various things together and even growing the garden. I thought that was very cool, too. So the wand turned into, I guess, the, the water bucket and and she was sprinkling, uh, you know, pretending to sprinkle water and, and suddenly a garden grew. I mean, that was pretty That's unique. Right. I did think. you see when they were fishing together? Yes. The child actually takes their KC, the, the KC wireless wand. They pull it back, they cast it forward, and the line on the screen then drops into the water and sinks down. And then the grandfather or grandmother, loved one on the other side, looks and they both can see the child can barely see the fish in the water. But the adult then controls the fish and they talk together. And the grandparent then puts the fish on the hook and they, the child will see them just enough and say, oh, wait, there's one. There's a, is that a lobster or is that a crab or something? And the child, the grandparent will move it over, hook it on. The line will tug. At that point, the child will take their casey and they'll reel it out of the water and it'll pop up. And then we have all types of fun things. One of them giggles. They laugh. They tell jokes. Um, they do dances. Um, and then and then after they, they drop it again and again. And at this point, there might be a piece of trash floating by because we are extremely conscious about the environment and about working together collaboration. And then the child might say, oh, there's a boot or there's a tire. And the grandparent will hook that on. The child will reel that out, and then it will drop it in Cody's boat. And when he collects five of these, he'll run off and deliver them and say, we're going to take care of these and recycle them. But we all have to work together to keep our world clean. Wow. Very cool. And and I, I like all the various interactions. I think it's really unique. It's very cool. And this is an app, correct? I, I heard you mention iPhone and iPad, so hopefully it doesn't have to have a piece of fruit on it to work. Uh, it, this will work with Android as well, Yes. Um, this year, when we're launching, we're launching first in the iOS store. So right. it's iPhone and iPad. Um, and so, yes, it's an app. And uh, I can tell you the pricing on it. Please. Um, it's available. Sure. The, so so the, the app itself is $10 a month subscription. And the KC, our KC One, is, is $79. So for a year, it normally would be $120 plus $79. However, for a starter special, we're launching this fall for early starters, um, it's half that price. It's $99 for a full year of subscription with video chat unlimited usage, as well as the $79 KC. 
all for $99. We're very excited to make this available for our first-time users. And we're, we're motivating people because, as you know, the chip shortage has made toys in short supply, including our supply as well. So it's a first-come, first-served basis. And we've just made our store live literally a couple days ago. So this is good time for any of your, your listeners or viewers to take a look at, at canoe, K-I-N-O-O.com. Check it out and see that bundle price of $99 for a special first-time buyers. Okay, well, terrific. Any any more than that, we're going to have to start charging you for advertising, for crying out loud. Oh, no, <laughs> but, I get, no, no. <laughs> but, but I get the idea. And, of course, we thank you for spending a few minutes with us, inviting our audience to visit your site as well, K-I-N-O-O-Canoe.com. And we'll get you there, too, when you visit intotomorrow.com. Jim McGrath, thanks so much for joining us, and uh, good luck with it. It sounds very cool, and I remember the good old days when a lot of uh, us could travel for business. Hopefully, we're getting back to that soon. So, uh, not just uh, uh, children and grandparents, but children and parents, as you mentioned, too, Uh, or maybe an estranged parent or or any number of things. It's a great way to interact, so we do recommend folks check it out, and we'll look forward to getting you back on again soon. Thanks, Steve. My pleasure. Take care. All right, Jim, thanks. Again, intotomorrow.com will get you to canoe.com as well. If you've not been able to see the video quite yet and you're listening on the radio, do come check it out. It's really very cool. And if you've got grandkids or kids uh, or just know anyone who does, boy, what a perfect holiday gift as well. You might want to think about that. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned as Into Tomorrow continues. Lots more coming up right here on the Advanced Media Network. You don't need to be tech-savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com to start your free trial. Welcome back to Into Tomorrow. It's Cameron Graveline. Yep, we're in our 26th year bringing you the latest tech now. Back to the guys. Thank you so much, Cameron. Oh, my goodness. I love it when he joins us on the program. Not nearly often enough. But he's planning to do some more kids' tech reports. We've got the Cosmo smartwatch that he's been wearing. We've got other things that are interesting to him that he's going to report on. So do stay tuned. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live or work. Text RADIO to 35000 for more info. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. Smart devices are certainly changing healthcare in many ways, but are you ready for your body to start snitching on you to your doctor? Uh-oh. With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute brought to you by Dexcom, here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. One of the miracles of modern medicine is that we now have spare body parts available when the originals wear out. From hips to shoulders, and even to hearts, we now have mechanical replacements to take their place. One of the big problems with joint replacements, however, is that the road to recovery can be long and difficult. Patients have to endure physical therapy sessions and then continue to perform their exercises on their own at home. Compliance with therapy instructions can be a big problem. 
resulting in slower recovery and poor outcomes. Enter the Smart Knee. This total replacement contains sensors and a wireless communication system that sends data back to a base unit in the patient's home. This data is then forwarded to the doctor who can monitor range of motion, steps taken, and walking speed. It also lets the doctor track whether or not the patient is adhering to the post-op exercise instructions. This approach could lead to better outcomes and fewer trips to the doctor's office during recovery. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you, Alfred. Very interesting. But I can see now what he meant by if your body snitches on you. Hmm. Snitches get stitches. Well, they already did from a knee replacement in this case. Yeah. The Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute brought to you by Dexcom. Always know where your glucose is headed and how fast. Visit Dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M dot com. And while you're online, be sure to sign up for Alfred's Health Tech Insider. It's got a, uh, he's got a free weekly newsletter at healthtechinsider.com. Doug in Stevensville, Michigan, listens to our free Into Tomorrow podcast, and we love you for it, calling in using the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. I have an iPad Pro with a lightning port, and I'd like to hook an external camera up to it and set it in my front window and use it as a monitoring device. Is there a way to hook a uh, camera up to this, and is there software that will make this work as a security device? I appreciate any response you've got. It's our pleasure, Doug. There are lightning to USB connectors, so you may be able to just plug in a camera directly if you really want to. But neither the camera nor the tablet were built for that. And, of course, the connection may be short-lived. If you want to use your iPad as the screen for a security system, you're better off using Wi-Fi cameras or other Ethernet cameras connected to your home network. Yeah, there are plenty of apps that can connect to network-enabled cameras in the Apple App Store, and network cameras are not reliant on specific drivers installed on the device acting as a screen, but instead just stream the data through the network and can be read by standard apps. Uh, There are small cameras that may work for you since they'd be pretty discreet and wouldn't need to be wired. For example, Amazon's Blink cameras work off AA batteries and look like a black or white square that'll be less unappealing than a regular security camera. Yeah, good point. Now, the added advantage of cameras like that is that they're expected to be used with smartphones and tablets, so you can expect support and even updates for years. And it's unlikely that they'll suddenly just stop working like something connected to the lightning port itself probably would. Yeah, and any wireless camera also gives you two extra advantages. First, you can charge your iPad while it's acting as a security monitor, and you can take your iPad with you around the house and not need to be tethered to a camera to act as a monitor. Sure. And maybe even be able to access it when you're not at home, if you've got a network connection and that kind of capability, too. So there's something else to think about there. Rich in Purcellville, Virginia, calling in using the Ask Dave button. See how popular it has become? We invite you to do that. Just visit intotomorrow.com, and on the right or the lower right, depending on what browser you may be using and on what device, you just click the button. And when you do, we ask only three things of you that everybody's doing. Thank you. Your first name, where you're joining us from, and how you hear the show. Anyway, here's Rich. Welcome into tomorrow. I have a question for my father-in-law. He recently moved to this area and, of course, brought his TV with him. It's an LG, only about two years old, and he's had an interesting problem with it. Ever since he moved in, he shuts the TV off at night to go to bed, 
And about 20 minutes later, it turns itself back on. We have no idea why that is. Nothing in the settings we can find seems related to that. I was wondering if you guys have any idea why this TV is turning itself on. Yes, poltergeists. The house is haunted. That's the only thing I can figure. So, Rich, move. Take your father-in-law with you. Run. No, just kidding. There are some TVs that do that because some of them have an auto-on feature. I've got a Sony TV in my bedroom that scares me sometimes middle of the night. just turns on. Well, it's because tech companies these days think they know you better than you know yourself. Sony thinks you want to watch TV. They're telling you it's time to watch TV. At 3.30 in the morning? Yeah. No, thanks. Mm, No, no. (laughs) Uh, So if you think you may have missed anything in the menu, it's worth checking that carefully. Now, that's not very likely to be the issue if it turns back on at different times on its own. So it's probably not the cause of this issue anyway. But again, worth looking into. Now, check inside the house if there's anything else that may give off an infrared signal. It's not likely that an alarm system's motion sensor could make a TV turn on, but some devices may be closer to the TV's remote spectrum and could be causing that. Yeah, the most likely culprit could be a device connected to the TV via an HDMI port. Some HDMI ports uh, have the ability to turn a TV on so that you can turn on one device, like a streaming stick or a DVD player, and have the TV automatically turn on and be ready for use. If the TV is connected to any devices via an HDMI port, it's worth unplugging them for a few days just to see if this still happens. Uh, Given that this happened after a move, it could just be damaged from the move itself. Some internal component could just be broken and think there's a reason to turn the TV on. Yeah, and it's interesting that you talk about things connected to the HDMI port because some uh, TVs are waiting for a signal. And if they sense a signal, like maybe from an amp or tuner or something like that, that you might be using as a distribution type thing. And I'm sure in Rich's Rich's father-in-law's case, it's not the issue, but something to think about. If you've got anything else connected and somehow you get a little power hit or glitch or any number of things where suddenly there's a bit of a signal on the HDMI cable, it turns the TV on. It says, oh, you want to watch something? You know, I'm being fed something, so let me turn myself on. As weird as that sounds. Uh, The point being is that it could be something along those lines, too. Now, Rich, stay tuned because our listeners are the best in the world and others may have some additional suggestions. We certainly hope so because we've run out of things that could make that happen. Or maybe he turns over in, in his bed and he's hitting the remote and it turns on. I don't know. The problem could be because he's got an LG TV. Well, I mean, that's most likely I mean, you, the you problem. And I, you and I have both had LG TVs in the and past. Hate and honestly, them. yeah, we, they haven't been the best. Yeah. I've had LG smartphones that are not so smart either. Yeah. But that also brings up a good point, too, is that the most expensive items aren't usually aren't necessarily the best. We've also both used Vizio TVs. Yeah. I've got a Vizio in my bedroom. You've got a Vizio in your living room. And honestly, the Vizio I have in my bedroom, I think I actually got secondhand from you. You used yep. it for years. I'm now using it after several years. It continues work. to work, yeah. and it works it works very well. Yeah. And yeah. full disclosure, they're not even a sponsor, so they're not even paying me to say that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We've tried to get them to sponsor, but they won't. They should be paying yeah. us to say that. In fact, Darn since them. they won't sponsor, maybe I should just say, yeah, they don't work. Yeah, they don't no, work. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no LGs don't work. We're, we've done our, we've done away with anything LG uh, because they want to say it means life's good. No, 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 no. It's it's uh, Lucky Goldstein, some weird thing, really, yeah. is what it means. But they want to make you think it means life's good. It ain't so good when your TV turns on on its own yeah. or your smartphone isn't so smart, among other things. 
We want to know what you think. 800-899-INTO. Do join us. Maybe you've got some additional suggestions, something else, Rich, and others who, including me, that have had that problem can look into. Or do what he did and join us using the Ask Dave microphone button. Where? At intotomorrow.com. Are you drowning in debt? Are you struggling to make minimum payments? Did you know that on average, a household with at least one credit card struggles with over $15,000 in credit card debt? If this sounds like you, know that it's not your fault. Credit card debt happens to good people. Credit card companies lure you in with low introductory rates and low minimum payments. Before you know it, you're in over your head. National Debt Relief has helped thousands of good people just like you become debt-free with our Debt Reset Program that will dramatically reduce your debt down to a fraction of what you owe. Our Debt Reset Program is customized to get you debt-free in as little as 24 to 48 months with one low monthly payment. If you owe over $10,000 in credit card debt or even personal loans, call 800 213 There are no upfront fees or out-of-pocket expenses. You don't pay a dime until we succeed. Call now to see how the Debt Reset Program can work for you. Call 800-213-5082. That's Welcome back into tomorrow as we continue bringing you further into tomorrow during our 26th year on the air. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. If you want to become a podcaster, you'll soon discover the options can be a bit overwhelming. Blueberry makes it easy. Visit blubrry.com. Jeff in Ackerman, Mississippi listens also on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome into tomorrow, Jeff. Is there any laptop that compares to the iMac in the IBM side? Oh, good question, especially with a bunch of new ones that just came out. But, Jeff, the iMac is a desktop computer. But even if you mean the MacBook line, the answer is still no. IBM, of course, sold their consumer PC line to Lenovo back in 2005, and they haven't made consumer laptops or desktops since then. They still do make high-end corporate servers and other machines, but nothing for the consumer market these days. If you want to buy the descendants of their old ThinkPad line, Lenovo still makes them, and their higher-end models are competitive with MacBooks. Lenovo also makes very inexpensive models that are not comparable, so you'll have to spend a little more money and buy a premium model if you want it to compete with another brand's premium products. Question for you, Jeff, and everyone listening. Do you receive our free once-a-week tech newsletter every Thursday evening Eastern Time? If not, we hope that you will. All you need to do is visit us at intotomorrow.com. little box pops up that asks only for your email address, which, by the way, we don't share with anyone. We don't spam you, even though sometimes we end up in your spam filters. Please check that, so that's not the case. And whitelist anything from graveline.com. But we've got a lot of cool stuff in our once-a-week free tech newsletter, like... The th- tech tip this week um, is uh, October's National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. And are you doing enough to protect yourself online? Oh, and our friends at PC Mag review the Apple Watch Series 7 
and say that it retains its crown as one of the best smart watches on the whole market. And we've, of course, got some tech news also. Go figure. It's, we do have that. You know, I mean, it makes sense since it's the tech news letter. That's true. Uh, we've got some hmm thoughts that uh, make you smile or think or slap your forehead. And they're changed almost every week. Almost every week. <laughs> When Chris actually remembers. So do check on Chris to see if he's changing the hmm thoughts to make you smile or to make me frown. Sign up at intotomorrow.com.